Hello, everybody. Welcome to the TeacherCast Educational Network. My name is Jeff Bradbury. Thank you so much for joining us today and making TeacherCast your home for professional development. This is the MIE Spotlight Series podcast, the official podcast of the Microsoft Innovative Educator Program. Welcome to Season 2, Episode 7. Today, we're going to be talking to two amazing educators all about something called the Microsoft Showcase Schools program. And we're also going to be bringing on the senior manager for U.S. education on to talk about all the great stuff that's not only happening this year, but we're going to be talking about the great things happening over the summertime at the ISTE conference. Stay tuned to the end. You don't want to miss some of the great things that Microsoft education has going on. Of course, there are several great ways to reach out and subscribe to this and all of our shows. You can, of course, find all of our TeacherCast materials featuring Microsoft education by going to teachercast.net slash Microsoft education. This show is going to, of course, be subscribed to audio and video by going to teachercast.net slash M-I-E audio and MIE video. And of course, the weather is getting warmer. We're getting towards the end of the school year. Some of you might even have days remaining of your school year. We want to say thank you so much for taking the time to make TeacherCast and this podcast part of your professional development. It is that time again. We've been talking about it now on the last couple shows. It is nomination time, self-nomination time. If you are a current MIE expert or even thinking about nominating yourself, check out all the great stuff. You can go over to education.micro Microsoft.com. Learn all about the MIE Spotlight program and, of course, learn all about the Spotlight Schools program. There's other great ways that you can take part in Microsoft Education. You can, of course, follow them on Twitter at Microsoft EDU. And, of course, don't forget there is their first and third week, Tuesday of every month. They have their Twitter tweet meets. You can, of course, follow them on their various hashtags. I want to bring on our first guest today. Our first guest is the Senior Manager for U.S. Education. I want to bring on Josh Sawyer. Josh, how are you today? Welcome to the MIE Podcast. Thanks for having me. I'm super excited to be here sharing some uh, more information about our Microsoft Schools program, as well as uh, discussing with a few of our lucky guests that get to join us here from actual showcase schools about their journey and uh, some of the things that we do. Well, I'm excited to learn more about this. We've had shows about the MIE program. We're going to talk a little bit about that in a few minutes here. But but the Microsoft Showcase Schools program, what is that? So our Microsoft uh, Showcase Schools program is really um, two different programs built into one. We have two different flavors per se. Uh, they're a global community of schools engaged in digital transformation, really aimed at improving teaching and learning uh, uh, across the world. Here in the U.S., I specifically help to manage and run the program for the United States. Uh, and we have, like I mentioned, two, basically two flavors. And the first one is what we call Microsoft Schools. And these are where we're working with schools and our schools are identifying themselves as pockets of excellence. And this is maybe where they have one or two teachers that are doing amazing things in their classroom uh, with technology, hopefully Microsoft technology. And then the other flavor of schools we have is what we call our showcase schools. This is end-to-end uh, high point centers of excellence that are really living and breathing Microsoft in the ways that they're transforming teaching and learning with their students. Now, talk to us a little bit about how a school district applies, because I know right now this is the time for all current MIEs to re-self-nominate themselves and for any other teacher out there in the world to nominate themselves. And by the way, out there, for anybody listening, the nominations are over on July 15th. But Scott, talk to us a little bit about how we can apply to become a Microsoft school. 
Yeah, so definitely. Uh, so Microsoft School is actually an annual application. Uh, the one that's actually backed into an application period is a showcase school. So uh, great news for everybody listening in is the Microsoft School's uh, nomination is open year round. Uh, we encourage anyone and everybody to sign up out there that is actually leveraging Microsoft technologies in their school uh, to become a Microsoft School and, and kind of start to receive some of those benefits, which we'll share a little bit with you and with our guests here on today's call. The other thing is for our Microsoft Showcase schools, as you mentioned, our application process is now open and it runs through July 15th. Very similar to our Microsoft Innovative Educator Expert Program, it is a nomination process where we review applications school by school basis and really start to learn more about these schools, about how they're actually the center, uh, centers of excellence and our high points of excellence end to end using Microsoft technologies. And what do you look for when you, when you uh, check out those applications? So basically, uh, as we share some of the information where they can go nominate themselves, there's some information provided there. Uh, in a nutshell, essentially, it's their transformation journey uh, and key pillars. So whether it be leadership, administration, all the way down to student teaching and learning to uh, 2030 or 21st and a half century learning techniques while leveraging technology to really raise the bar rather than just substitution methods. And as far as looking at the global impact of this program, how many Microsoft Showcase schools are there in the world? Okay, so in the U.S. here, we currently have, I believe, 32. Um, my goal is to get a cohort in this next application period because all schools must reapply. It's a new cohort each year. We do accept repeat schools. That's part of the goal here as well. I'm looking for a solid number of around 40 to 50 going into next year. Uh, and then for our Microsoft schools, that's more of a larger base, obviously, because uh, we're looking for more people to sign up. And there's lots of amazing teachers out there. We're actually pushing upwards of 500 plus now. That's a, an amazing number. There are 500 Microsoft schools out there. What are the benefits for a school going through the application process? So actually, when they're going through, and again, I'm going to clarify a nomination process versus application process. Um, what they're going to do is actually, again, through the Microsoft Schools program, they're going to fill out basically a form that's going to really help them to align to those things that we're looking for in the program, but most importantly, reflect on what they're doing in their school. Uh, too often than not in our schools, we're just that busy pace, we're pushing ahead, and we're not taking time to sit back and reflect on the amazing things that are happening. So for Microsoft Schools, they can do that right now by the click of a button, um, and then they'll receive an automated email that says welcome once they uh, complete the requirements. As for Microsoft Showcase School, uh, we've actually introduced a self-reflection survey and or questions that they'll work with their leadership team there in the school to really identify and align to those requirements and or the things that we're looking for and having a conversation with them to become a Showcase School. If you're out there and you're looking for more information, Josh, what is the website that a school district can go to to learn more and apply? So currently right now, the website is aka.ms forward slash schools. Now, we are very fortunate. Josh, you've brought some friends with you on the show today. Tell us a little bit about our guests. So um, we have two amazing guests uh, on this call here today. We have Scott Bricker from Santa Margarita Catholic High School. Uh, Scott, give us a little wave real quick. Hey, guys. Thanks for having us. And we also have Allison Dame from Abraham Lincoln High School in Brooklyn, New York. Allison, give us a little wave. And on today's show, and Jeff, you'll probably lead us through this, uh, I'm really excited that both Scott and Allison are going to be able to share some of their stories, but more importantly, some of the things that we do inside of our programs, whether it be show, what we call showcase school events and tours for schools to come in uh, and or what their transformation journey kind of looks, looks and smells like per se once they start implementing Microsoft technologies in the classroom. 
Welcome everybody to the show. Uh, Allison, tell us a little bit about yourself and how your school district um, is taking advantage of the great things uh, um, about being a Microsoft Showcase school. My name is Allison Dame. I'm assistant principal in Brooklyn, New York. Um, and we applied just this year after um, getting a Microsoft tenant um, to be a Microsoft Showcase school. Um, as part of that journey, we've um, had about 21 of our teachers go through Teacher Academy day one. And we have a smaller group of student of teachers who have the ability to use one-to-one in their classroom every day. Allison, that is fantastic. Um, welcome to the show. Scott, tell us a little bit about yourself and what are you doing in your school district? Absolutely. Uh, as, as Josh said, Scott Bricker, Director of Educational Technology at Santa Margarita Catholic High School. And we're actually just wrapping up our fourth full year as a Microsoft Showcase School. Uh, also, our, full, our fourth full year with uh, full one-to-one implementation across the campus. We've got about 1,700 students and a little over 100 teachers, and we dove all in in the 14-15 school year with uh, Windows tablets, Windows 8 back then, and now Windows 10, uh, full OneNote, and now OneNote class notebooks and the whole deal. So uh, we definitely don't have every teacher and every student on board, uh, but we have a good majority of our campus. uh, uh, When you walk around campus and look in the classrooms, you see tablets open and kids working on OneNote in just about every classroom. So we're super proud of the progress that we've made. We know we have a long way to go and and uh, are excited to share some of our experiences tonight and hopefully moving forward as well. Scott, that sounds fantastic and sounds like an amazing experience for those students. Talk to us a little bit about the journey that your school has taken to get yourself to that point And maybe what does it mean to your school district to have such a great partnership with Microsoft Education? The journey in general uh, we always talk about here, it's, it's a great time to be in education, I think, at a school like this. And, and to clarify, we're just one school, so part of the Diocese of Orange, but everybody in our diocese uh, kind of does their own thing. So we're the only real true uh, Microsoft school or Microsoft Showcase school in the diocese. But uh, the journey's been amazing. I mean, it's full of ups and downs. And, you know, when you're on the, the leading edge of this technology, you discover a lot of benefits. But you also discover a lot of the pitfalls and, and quicksand, if you will, that hopefully five, ten years from now other schools will thank us for, as I'm sure Allison can attest to as well. We find a lot of the issues because we're, uh, we're pushing the envelope. But, um, but the journey has been fun. We've seen amazing gains in, in teachers being more efficient with the use of OneNote and class notebooks. Uh, students talk about the organization skills. Um, we've had you know probably 20 or 30 or 40 students come back from college and say that they're actually pitching the use of OneNote and digital ink and that kind of thing to their college professors uh, because they're, they're, it's so ingrained in what they do and you know having all their notes and worksheets right there in front of them. So um, not a huge sample size, but the sample size that we do have is uh, is really positive and, and, and everybody that's gone gone in head first has been really excited and, and, and been really speaking positively of our efforts. Now, Josh, when you hear a story like Scott's, it's it's amazing, right? And he keeps saying the word Definitely. journey. What does Microsoft um, hope to achieve or hope to accomplish in working with schools such as Scott's? I think the biggest thing is, you know, I'll, I'll go back to that famous word partnership. And really, it's, it's a shared partnership where um, it's really a benefit to the schools, but it's also a benefit in a partnership way with Microsoft. As Scott kind of mentioned, and Allison has been a part of this, too, is... 
we're constantly pushing out new technology, probably at a pace that most school districts can't keep up with. Um, I came from a school district years ago that was seventh largest in the nation, and I know implementing technology at that type of scale uh, is very difficult, and it takes time. And so um, one thing I really value and that, you know, Microsoft Education in general across the world really values with our Showcase Schools program is that partnership that we can have open and honest discussions. Now, and, and I do want to call out a couple of things here that Scott mentioned. The first is they are absolutely a private school. And um, most often than not, a lot of folks think that we work specifically with large K-12 districts or just public education. We work with everyone. Um, the other thing to call out is Allison is from uh, New York City DOE and a public school. And so our showcase schools all look and smell completely different. No one school has the same story or the same technology. And that's also one of the biggest perks as well is they're getting, we're getting really a good sample set of all the variables you could possibly think of while we're working not only with our engineers, but when we're working with top, some of our top education consultants to develop our training materials, to implement new technologies like Microsoft Teams and beyond. So I could go on forever about that. Um, but I think the one thing I'd like to share, too, about Scott's story is Scott has been uh, instrumental in their school, has been instrumental in the Southern California region because they, as part of being a showcase school, they have really embraced the what we call our showcase school events and our tours. And they've really opened their doors. And I, Allison, you've done this just recently with an international school. Uh, where they open their doors for anybody to come and visit and really learn about what's happening. Perhaps it's a district that's on the cusp of making a decision or wanting to look at some technology and how it's actually put to use for the better and or for transformation rather to substitution. So our showcase schools are really providing that new opportunity in partnership with Microsoft to really bring spotlight uh, to what's possible in the classroom. So Allison, we learned a little bit about Scott's story and the great things happening at his school. Tell us a little bit about your experience. This is our first year as a showcase school, so um, we feel very much in the sort of before stages of the transformation, but there are a lot of exciting things happening. Um, I would echo Josh in saying, or sorry, Scott in saying um, that, you know, you need risk-taking teachers at the forefront because... Um, and what Josh was saying, this technology is coming out very fast, so they're having to adapt to changes, usually good changes, um, but ones that teachers just have to get used to very fast. So we've got this great core group of teachers who are using the product every day. Um, Microsoft's been awesome in terms of putting us in contact with people from development teams when we have ideas. Um, and I'm really proud that we're serving, you know, um, native Spanish speaking class and a self-contained special ed class are all doing one-to-one -one, um, with these devices using teams. And that's just, it's just bringing up really interesting conversations about how to serve all those different populations. You know, I love that the showcase schools are focusing on public, private, and all different types of schools. Josh, I want to ask you a question here. When we look at the term digital transformation, what does that mean when it comes to the MIEE program and the Spotlight Schools program? What What is your definition of digital transformation? So, again, there's no rubber stamp to this. And so it's kind of self-defined as we look into each and every one of these schools. But my personal definition and kind of how we define that internally at Microsoft is really one, either A, someone or um, a, a school, whether that be a school or an organization's journey as they start to not only implement and deploy technology, but how they're actually changing the way they work and do business. Um, for me, on the business side of the house, if you think of schools, because schools are a business, 
the business of schools is actually changing, not only the way they work, from the way they enroll students, to how they track attendance, to how they look at data, possibly through Power BI and data analytics, all the way down to what is the technology that the students are interacting with on the front end. Uh, so when I think of digital transformation, it's really around how are we starting to bridge that gap between traditional education, uh, believe it or not, we still have pens and paper and books, and there's nothing wrong with that. But then start to take that risk, like both Allison and Scott said, to incorporate and inject some of that new technology um, for the better and or to actually increase student achievement results. So the transformation journey is really, it, it's a long long longitudinal process, and you can be at any stage of the game within that. Um, it's really taking that leap of faith to start to proactively, with growth mindset, want to take that journey and, and go about uh, improving student learning with technology. And Scott, as somebody who's in charge of technology at your school, talk to us a little bit about the transformation you've seen in your students and teachers. I think it's kind of twofold. Um, the the first is, you know, Allison's point is really well taken. It's a lot sometimes. You know, we uh, I, I personally get excited when I hear all the new features uh, coming in OneNote and Teams and all this stuff. And as soon as that excitement dies down, I immediately go, oh my gosh, now what? Now I've got to train all these teachers and get everybody re-excited about it. So that transformation uh, on one level is really kind of a, a roller coaster. It's riding the wave of getting excited about new features, but then also adjusting to, you know, how do I weave those in and how do I keep up in the midst of, you know, some faculty who are on the top of the scale, really running with it and other faculty who, you know, still are barely picking up OneNote. Um, so really the, the balance of all that is is a big part of this transformation. Um, and it's something we try and share both on our campus, but as Josh mentioned with our showcase school visits, we've done about, I think we hit 20 this year, maybe 21 uh, visits that we've done over the past four years. Uh, schools, districts, public, private, basically we've told people out here, anybody who wants to come see us, it's not perfect, but we're happy to share our journey. Um, and we think that's part of the transformation, too, is getting that getting that dialogue started. I, I love meeting leaders like Allison and, and Anthony and Darren. We know from Bear Creek and, um, you know, they're the ones I really want to talk to to learn best practices and just share the ups and downs of that whole thing. So when I think transformation, I think a little bit less about what's actually going on in the classroom, which obviously is the important piece. Um, but I try and think big picture about, you know, how, how we transform this thing from the top down. So guys, I want to say, first of all, thank you guys for, for being a part of the show. Of course, the website is aka.ms forward slash schools. Before we let you go here, I, I have a question that I ask everybody here on the MIE Spotlight Series podcast. And I want to start with Allison, and that's about the MIE expert program. Allison, what does it mean to be a Microsoft innovative educator expert? Um, well, for me, I think the keystone piece for me is the 21st century learning design, um, which we've been training on at Lincoln. Um, so it's actually technology is only one piece of that, but it's also just thinking about the skills that students are going to need um, in this century, um, including collaboration, creative problem solving. So I like the way that becoming a Microsoft Showcase School has pushed my teachers to think about how do I offer up ill-defined problems? How do I use the technology to let um, students truly collaborate and um, be creative? Um, and so we've had 
two teachers, because we became a showcase school, apply this year to become Microsoft experts. And they're really applying through that 21st century learning design lens. That's awesome. That's awesome. And, and congratulations on all those accomplishments. Scott, let me ask you here. What does it mean to be an MIE expert? Yeah, I, uh, I love Alice's answer a ton. I'm going to actually go the opposite end of the scale uh, just to kind of give some contrast. And for me, it's about relationships. Um, the, the people I've met in that group, I mean, I can honestly say have become friends and, you know, pr- professional connection first and, and our love for OneNote and, and Office 365 and all that and how it's changed education. But every time we have a, an MIE event or a showcase school event and I get to or a conference and I get to interact with these folks, um, my wife always laughs at me because I come home from these conferences and she knows I'm going to be really energized and excited about what I'm doing again because I'm around some of the most innovative, creative uh, and fun educators in the country. So for me, it's about, about relationships. And, you know, Josh mentioned earlier that partnership, uh, it's very much a partnership with those educators in that group or both these groups, I guess, really. Um, and the partnership with Microsoft getting to interact with, with Josh and Robin and, uh, even Anthony Salcedo and some of the other higher ups at, at Microsoft who are, you know, gracious enough to, to work with us and speak with us in different occasions. So for me, it's, it's all about people, all about building relationships. You know, I love the answer of the MIE program equaling relationships, equaling family, equaling that that special somebody out there in the world that if you need something, you can call up, you can use GroupMe, you can use Skype, you can use whatever. It's about reaching out there and knowing that if there's a problem out there, you're not alone with this. Now, Josh, I want to turn the table just a little bit and ask you, what does the MIE program mean to Microsoft education? I'll say legacy, kind of to start off with from a personal perspective. I was actually part of the very first ever cohort of MIE experts many moons ago, Hmm. Uh, both myself and a a few of the colleagues that you've had on your show in the past, both Robin and Sonia. Uh, We went to Barcelona way way back in the day, and there was only 23 in the nation at the time. Wow. Um, Now we have roughly around 400. And so uh, the word legacy kind of comes up when I first think about it of, where we've been able to kind of put our uh, footprint in the sand per se, and uh, new folks are coming through to kind of redesign that and redefine what it means each and every day. Uh, And both agree with Allison and Scott here. Um, Their perspectives are spot on with kind of how we see it from Microsoft. Our initiatives and goals, obviously, at the end of the day are to, you know, to empower our schools, to empower our teachers and educators to ultimately do more with what they do and create a world for the students of tomorrow or the students of today to be prepared for the world of tomorrow. And so at Microsoft, that's exactly what these communities mean to us. And we know that by nurturing these communities, whether it be the amazing rock star educators we have in today's classroom or school leaders that are creating community by reaching out to one one another in our Microsoft schools program um, or our top notch experts and trainers that are out there really pushing the envelope each and every day to bring what's best in the classroom and take those risks and that to me is just amazing. And at Microsoft, we know where we're doing our jobs and we're really pushing our mission across when we see people adopting and enabling not only themselves, but their students to really take those risks in the classroom as well. So um, our goal is actually the way both Allison and Scott answered that. So long we're building community, earning fans, that's key for us as well. And then most importantly, giving them the opportunity to empower themselves to do more. We're, we're in a good place. Do you remember uh, that first cohort and what was it like compared to what the current cohort uh, gets to gets to experience? 
Much different. Um, so currently right now, and, and this is probably a good uh, shameless plug for the MIE program and get yourself supplied, uh, as well as our Showcase Schools program, is we have monthly calls just like this where we're live on Skype. Uh, we have monthly newsletters. We do service learning projects. We have school. There's so much that happens now as to where if we roll back. Um, I, I want to say it's about seven years ago. Don't mark my words on what year it was, maybe five to seven years ago is where we were passing along some emails and then this opportunity to go to this thing called Microsoft Global Forum in Barcelona came up. Um, first ever, uh, I think, Global Design Challenge came up. And so it was much different feel. I didn't really know any of the other experts unless they were maybe locally around me. And the first time I met them was actually in Barcelona when compared to now, we introduce everybody, we become a cohort, we do projects and team building collaborative activities and our opportunities literally from day one. So um, I can say that while it might be legacy, just like Windows 95, um, it definitely helped to to lay some of those golden bricks down for what it is today. Josh, I love those stories. And, and it really means a lot to everybody to be a part of the MIE program. Before I let you go, I know that we're coming up to the summertime here. There's a lot of great stuff happening in the world of Microsoft education. What's on everybody's mind that's listening to this is the ISTE conference happening at the end of June out in Chicago, Illinois. Josh, what does Microsoft have planned this year for the ISTE conference and 20,000 educators that all show up to look and be inspired? Definitely. I think um, we have the best ISTE ever happening. Um, from the booth to the training sessions to the people that are coming to potentially additional hack the classroom opportunities, this year's ISTE and the many years I've been involved, not only as, as a Microsoft employee, but also previous as a customer, literally will knock your socks off. So one thing that uh, folks, uh, these 20,000 plus folks can look forward to is the probably most current and barn burning booth you've ever seen from interactive activities to digital displays to um, earn certifications and or get more information about certifications all the way to the latest and greatest devices. Um, down to what most uh, educators show up and school leaders show up to ISTE for is learning. And so we have uh, brand new MIE content launching at ISTE. We have uh, all sorts of sessions based around not only hacking STEM, but computer science, Minecraft, et cetera. Um, so you can look forward to that. And then that bleeds beyond ISTE as well. So educators across the globe, whether they're at ISTE or not, we have tons of amazing summer PD options for folks to get out and go get trained, uh, whether it be virtual or in person. And all of that can be found on our educator community, um, which is education.microsoft.com. Uh, so whether you're looking forward to ISTE and wanting to know what we're doing, there's some information there or just what Microsoft's up to in education over the summer. Check it out. There's, of course, so many great things to do at the ISTE conference. I thought last year Microsoft had an amazing booth. This year, guys, I saw the graphics for what this is going to look like. And all I can say is hashtag two stories. This thing is going to look amazing. So definitely check out the Microsoft education experience this year at the ISTE conference. Josh, Allison, um, and Scott, I want to say thank you. Scott, where can we learn more about you and how do we find you guys online? Uh, you can check out our school's website at uh, www.smhs.org. Uh, we have an ed tech page there if you want to go check out a little bit about our program. Uh, feel free to reach out to me on email if you'd like, B-R-I-C-K-E-R-S at smhs.org. Or you can look me up on Twitter at Bricker Coaching. Happy to connect in any way, share stories, hear your stories, or uh, do whatever we can to 
keep this ed tech vision and journey moving forward. Excellent. Thanks for coming on. Allison, where can we find out more about the great things in your, in your school? Um, Abraham Lincoln's webpage is www.alhs.nyc. And you can find me on Twitter at Allison Dame. It's A-L-Y-S-O-N-D-A-M-E. Josh, I got to tell you, the Microsoft MIE program is amazing. The Microsoft Spotlight Schools program is amazing. One last time, if I'm even on the fence right now about should I nominate myself, number one, should I nominate my school? And number two, how do I do that again? So you're going to go to aka.ms forward slash schools, and you'll get all sorts of information. And again, you said you're kind of on the fence. If you're ready to join a journey of global community of professional practice to resources and tools, something we just launched called the Education Transformation Framework. If you're looking at redefining how your school does things, getting involved with a community of awesome people from around the globe and here in the U.S., as well as access to free solutions, beta testing, and then working with amazing folks like myself and our team and all these uh, other amazing school leaders like Scott and Allison across the U.S., definitely go check it out. Again, that's aka.ms forward slash schools. And of course, we hope that you have a moment to check this out. Nominate yourself. Don't forget, the nominations are open right now, closing on July 15th for the MIE Expert Program and also for the Microsoft Schools Program. And if you want to learn more about this, check out all of the shows on this podcast over at teachercast.net slash MIE audio and teachercast.net slash MIE video. Lots of great stuff happening for all of the great stuff on Microsoft Education. You can go over to teachercast.net slash Microsoft EDU for our hundreds, literally hundreds of podcasts, blogs, write-ups, video tutorials, all the great stuff you can find over on teachercast.net slash Microsoft EDU. I hope this podcast was helpful. I want to say one more time, thank you to Scott, Allison, and Josh for putting this together. And thank you to Microsoft Education for helping us in setting up this show. On behalf of everybody here on the TeacherCast Educational Network, my name is Jeff Bradbury, reminding you to keep up the great work in your classroom and continue sharing your passions with your students. 